0: Nicola Everett. Hello, hope you're okay. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. It's Wednesday, August the 9th. And no, Jill's fans, you weren't dreaming. We will have reaction to their incredible win last night in just a bit. But first, today, emergency crews have been called to a part of Chatham after a suspected power surge. Seven fire engines were sent to Churchill Avenue, Wayfield Road, Montgomery Avenue, and Cunningham Crescent at about half one yesterday afternoon. While hundreds of properties were left without power, and some residents reported electrical boxes smoking in their homes. Nick's house was one of those affected.
2: I was at work. My wife called me. Um, she said that the light switches were, you know, had, had smoke coming out of them, and um, were fizzing and banging, and there was smoke coming out of the thermostat in the bathroom. Um, so I rushed back, thinking that there was a screw in the loft or something, chewing the cables. Um, before I'd got back, my wife then said that, you know, the fire brigade are here, and um, they've said that it's affected over 400 houses in the area. Um, so, they've come around to make it safe, and uh, yeah, so that's, that's the last from the fire brigade. But I've now since found out that it's going to be days before the power comes back on.
0: And um, um, I mean, you've got kids, how, how do you feel about that? I mean, can it be helped? I don't know, but uh,
2: yeah, well, I suppose it's out of their control, isn't it? But yeah, I mean, I think they're they're working on the issue down there by the looks of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, where does it leave us? We we don't know at the moment. You know what happens now? I mean, he's, he said that we can go out and get some get some food for tonight. You know, and that we'd be reimbursed. We'd be reimbursed for any damages in the house. Um, but yeah, what do we do now? I mean, if they're looking at days, where do, where do we live for the next few days? Exactly, um, are they yeah. going to put us in a hotel? You know, do we pay for that? Do they reimburse us? And or you know, that's that's the answers I think we need at the moment.
0: Definitely. Um, and how many sort of fires did, did they say, roughly, do you know, or is it just
2: rumours? Well, no, after the, 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 um, the fireman, he did say that there was, uh, I think, two house fires um, that they, I don't know if they'd had to put them out or, or what, but yeah, he said there was two house fires in the area from from what he knew at the time, um, and they say, we've had smoke coming out of our equipment next door, we've had smoke out of theirs, I mean, everyone I've spoken to have had smoke. Um, next one, she had some plug-in, um, you know, like aroma plugins. She said they just came shooting out the wall and across across the room on fire. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, yeah, it's been pretty bad.
0: It's thought hundreds of properties are still without electricity today. Now, UK power networks have told us a fault with an underground cable may mean that they have to dig up the road to carry out repairs, and that could take several days. A spokesman has said that work will continue around the clock to reconnect the remaining supplies as quickly as possible. They've also added that specialist contractors will be checking electrical equipment in customers' properties and will repair any damage due to to that fault. A facility has also been set up so residents without power can recharge their mobile phones. We've been in contact with Medway Council as well to see what support they're offering. Stay with Kent Online for updates on this story. Kent Online News. More news for you today. An a Dover man who's said to have left his ex in constant fear after she ended their relationship is facing time behind bars. A court's been told how Jaden Pruce assaulted his former partner, and bombarded her with derogatory messages. While well, the 24-year-old from Prospect Place also became aggressive when he was arrested, he'll be sentenced at Crown Court. The government's agreed a deal with Turkey to try and disrupt and dismantle people smuggling gangs. It's hoped sharing more information will help reduce the number of asylum seekers crossing the channel to Kent on small boats. A big search is being held in part of Medway today to look for a man who's been missing for nearly three weeks. 22-year-old Liam Graham was last seen in Who in the early hours of the morning and may have suffered a head injury. Family, friends, and volunteers are going to be searching land around Lower Stoke and Graham Road. Now, this is one of our most read stories on the website today. Kent police have defended their actions after four officers turned up to arrest a frail woman at a home in Maidstone. 72 year old Mary Lou Nichols, who needs a walking stick to get around, was detained as part of an investigation into an alleged theft she was left in tears and her husband says he was shocked well Chris Nichols has been speaking to our reporter Cara Simmons
3: I opened the door and there's four police officers all standing there very closely four burly female officers you know two of them in uniform two of them in plain clothes and uh, I was shocked and said to them excuse yes what do you want she says we need to speak to Mary Lou so I said, you better come in, you know, because Mary Lou would never ever in a million years ever be involved with anything criminal or anything like that. So I thought they'd just ask her a couple of questions and go. Anyway, I said, well, she's about to have a bath and she needs that because of her osteoporosis. She can't move unless she has a hot bath. I said, no, she can't do that. To her let her get dressed and come down here now. So I went upstairs and said, Mary Lou, the police are here for you. And then she started shaking. She said, what's that about? And I said, well, it's probably something to do with your boss and um, she came down and the police just stood round her and read her her rights and said you're under sus- arresting you for suspicion of theft never asked any other questions Annette, and we're taking you down the police station this minute can you get your coat and then two officers took her out of the house marched her down the road in front of all our neighbours and got her in a police car I'm demonstrating to the officers, saying to her, hold on, she hasn't had anything to eat yet, she hasn't had her medication, she's an ill woman, she can hardly walk, she's got serious osteoporosis, and she's got epilepsy. They said, oh, don't worry, we've got nurses in the station. And I said, excuse me, but nurses can't stop somebody from having an epileptic fit. She needs me to be there with her. Can I go with her? I said, no, that's not possible. They said, she'll be back soon, don't worry. After that, two officers were left here to search the property up up and down. And, um, and they, when they left, they just said um, we'll let you know when she's, when she's free. I sat and waited and waited and waited. I tried to call the, the police station. It's virtually impossible to ring up the police. So in the end, I decided to go down to the police station to make inquiries, feeling then very upset and quite cross. Mary Lou of all people was being arrested. It is ridiculous.
0: How do you feel about the whole the whole situation? You must be feeling quite angry and.
3: Well, I don't know what I'm feeling. I'm feeling angry, but it's you're powerless. You're frustrated that you can't do anything. You can't. We've complained to the complete the IPOC now, and um, you know that. We haven't heard from them yet. That was weeks ago now. We still haven't heard from them.
0: Well, police have told us they take all crime reports seriously and following further investigation, the case was dropped. This is what Detective Chief Inspector Ben Luce had to say.
4: On June 12th, we received a report that between March 22nd and May 29th, several items, including a watch and perfume, were stolen from the Whitstable home of an 86-year-old man. Following investigation, a woman from Maidstone was arrested at her home address in connection with this allegation on July 11th. Four officers went to the premises in unmarked police vehicles, two to complete a search of the property and the others to accompany her to Maidstone Police Station. Whilst at the station, officers carried out regular welfare checks and when the woman reported a medical episode, the custody officer sought immediate advice from a health practitioner. She was then accompanied to an exercise area by a member of staff and provided with refreshments. The woman was interviewed once she had spoken with her legal representative and then bowed pending further inquiries. Around two weeks later and following further investigation and consultation with the victim, she was told there would be no further action.
0: Kent Online reports. Three men have been charged after reports of people using a bolt cutter to try and break into rain and wreck. Police were called to Station Road where there's a gated entrance to the green space. The 49, 42 and 20-year-olds are accused of criminal damage and are due in court at the end of the month. Residents at a block of flats near Gravesend say their homes are falling apart with cracks in the walls and leaking roofs. You can see video footage if you head to the website today. People living in Thanet House in Northfleet have apparently spent seven years trying to get the issue sorted. Gravesend Church's Housing Association, who managed the building, say they've invested in improvements and are working with residents to get the problems resolved. A Kemp family's been left heartbroken after their little girl's cancer returned three years after her last treatment. Maya Nash from Hythe was diagnosed with neuroblastoma when she was just three. She took part in a clinical trial on the NHS and went to New York for more treatment, but now a scan's revealed the disease has come back and spread throughout her body. The 10-year-old is preparing to fight it again. Government pest experts have been called to Capel Laferne near Folkestone after an Asian hornet was captured. There have been several sightings of the insect in Kent so far this year. It's feared they could cause damage to local bee colonies. Now, families are being urged to stay safe at the Kent Coast this summer as figures show more than a third of people helped by lifeguards last year were children. Figures from the RNLI show more than 7,000 youngsters aged between 7 and 14 were aided by beach crews across the country. They also saved 25 children's lives. Now, as the weather looks like it's improving for the rest of the summer holidays, it's thought more people will be heading to the Kent Coast. James Wood house is the water safety manager at the
1: rnli we've seen a nine percent increase of rescues of children under the age of 18 um, in the past year which obviously is a statistic that we need to be aware of and pay attention to and what we would always encourage people to do is especially over the summer months is please attend a lifeguarded beach so we've got more than 240 lifeguarded beaches around the uk it's really easy to find your nearest one. You can go on the RNLI website and put your postcode in and it will tell you where your nearest lifeguarded beach is. And it is a lot safer to be at a lifeguarded beach than an unlifeguarded beach. Because then obviously if there are those incidents, whether it be in or out of the water, then the lifeguards are there to, to look after you. One of our key water safety messages is that you always stay with somebody else. So we would always recommend, especially in under 18, making sure that they are with somebody else near the water, whether that be a friend, a relative, a guardian, et cetera, because then there is that person to raise the call for help if there is an issue. We would really recommend people don't kind of get overconfident with their water skills. It's obviously really important that children can swim. But swimming in a swimming pool environment is a lot different to swimming in a beach environment. A swimming pool is controlled, whereas a beach is very much the opposite of a controlled environment. The water is constantly moving. And if you don't have a general awareness of, for example, tides or rip tide or the currents at the beach then it can be very easy to get yourself into difficulty. Kent Online reports.
0: Six water companies, including one that covers part of Kent, have been accused of overcharging customers and underreporting reporting pollution incidents. Thames Water is in charge of supplies around Dartford and is among those facing legal action, which means they could have to pay out millions of pounds in compensation. Louise Reddy from Surfers Against Sewage says they've been trying to get firms to clean up for 30 years. This is something that's happening across the UK and we know it, we can see it um, on a yearly basis. And whilst we're seeing promises for improvements, they're nothing compared to the huge volumes of pollution we're seeing into waterways every day. This story is also very popular on the site today. Work is finally set to start on the former Nason store in the heart of Canterbury after years of delays. The long-awaited £30 million project is happening five years after the family-run firm shut its doors. The new site will include cafes, shops and a market hall, plus 66 flats. You can see artist impressions of what it could all eventually look like by heading to the site today. Plans to expand a school in Chatham have been given the go-ahead. Wayfield Community Primary will be getting three new classrooms and more parking space. It'll double their capacity, allowing them to take on an extra 210 pupils. Now, it's the final few days of the Tons of Tins campaign over on our sister radio station, at KMFM. It's designed to help food banks across Kent cope with rising demand this summer. Hundreds of people have made donations over the last five weeks, and we're incredibly grateful. Some of those who have been donating include St John Ambulance Cadets in Sheerness, McDonald's and Morrison's in Larkfield. The very first day, I gave you a phone call in the afternoon. You did. I was on the school run myself, and I
5: thought, ah, oh, this is wicked, we're going to get involved because myself as a mum, I know how hard things are at the moment. Lots of families are needing food banks because... Shopping's just costing an absolute fortune nowadays. I mean, family of six in our house, we did three days worth of shopping yesterday and wow. it came to over £60. Wow. So, yeah, there are lots of families out there that are
4: struggling. So, we have uh, around 19, 20 stores owned by our franchisee, and uh, all the stores all put some money together and. Got quite a lot of cans for you. There's, I think, between 250 to 300. (sighs) Guys, that's amazing.
0: My job is to support the community where we can. Uh, It might be that we give raffle prizes for events that are running or support local food banks, which is what we do a lot of in store at the moment.
4: You've done exactly that for us. As I'm talking to you, I'm also looking at so many uh, cans, so many tins. All of these are from Morrison's. How many have you brought over today?
0: Uh, I think it's just over 160 That's amazing.
4: How long did it take? Did you? Was it your job to collect all of these and bring them over?
0: It was, yeah. That gave me something to do.
4: That is amazing. Friday. We
0: support four food banks anyway, um, but anything we can do to sort of reach wider, reach a wider audience and support more. Obviously, there's a lot of families in need, uh, especially in the school holidays as well. So it's just ensuring that everyone's got supplies that they need and everybody can eat. Thank you so much to everyone. Again, you can also donate money to our Just Giving page. The tins will be sent out to charities across the county after a weigh-in next week. And a Kent boy whose legs had to be amputated after he was abused as a baby has completed his latest epic fundraising challenge. Eight-year-old Tony Huddle climbed Orist Head in the Lake District. He's raised more than £23,000 for four charities. There was also a very special surprise as he made the climb he was greeted near the top of the mountain by Harry Buddha Maga who recently climbed Mount Everest and became the first double above the knee amputee to do so.
1: Kent Online sports.
0: For Ball and yes, Gillingham fans, it really did happen. They're through to the next round of the Carabao Cup after beating Championship side Southampton. The visitors to Priestfield were only relegated from the Premier League at the end of last season and apparently started the game with a side worth, would you believe, seven £29.3 million. Pounds. That's compared to the Jill's starting 11, worth under half a million. Well, it finished 3-1 to Gillingham, thanks to two goals from Robbie McKenzie and one from Ashley Nadison. We've been getting reaction from manager Neil Harris.
5: Let's start with the, the negative first. We really pick it. It was a poor goal we conceded. Um, and just said to the boys, I said, my disappointment, believe it or not. I said, well done, first and foremost. Great result, good performance. But the scoreline should have been greater. You know, it should have been more than two goals. Uh, we deserve more out of that. Um, so, so, don't accept what we've done. But excellent, really good. Win the next game mentality. You know, we, we focus on Accrington, but just looking in isolation of that game, fantastic performance. Uh, made five changes to starting eleven. All five players made a contribution. All the subs when they came and made a contribution. Um, and you know, the, the best thing for me is that the, the the team that I picked at the weekend was excellent. And the team that i picked tonight was very, very good also. The fact that we could follow a game plan, we could, we could compete with uh, a team that's going to try and win the championship this year. Uh, it might not be that Stein 11. It wasn't that Stein 11 that played on Friday, but it was still controlled the ball. And, and we, had to, we had to contain them, and then we had to use the ball in the transition. I thought we did really, really well at times. The mindset's not changed. The fact that I watched Accrington last night and this morning... You know, it's clear in my mind that I'm looking towards Accrington Today was an enjoyable fixture uh, It was almost a free hit for us uh, Picked a team set up yesterday accordingly uh, The lads were well prepared Absolutely 100% organised um, Everyone could see that in what we did Just because I said I was focused on Accrington Didn't mean we didn't take away the preparation for this Not at all you know, We did with we did this um, diligently and organised um, But Accrington has been the focus And has to be And the mindset of the players I left them in no uncertain terms on earth there is Well done tonight but we focus now on Accrington win winning this game mentality.
0: They could face a Premier League team in the second round with the draw taking place tonight and the Jills are back in League Two action when they welcome Accrington Stanley to Priestfield on Saturday. And in cricket, Kent will be hoping to bounce back from last weekend's defeat as they travel to take on Lancashire in the one-day cup. The Spitfires lost by a massive 264 runs against Leicestershire Foxes last time out. Don't forget, Kent Spitfires are defending champions. Well, that's all from us for today thanks ever so much for listening don't forget you can follow us on facebook twitter instagram tiktok and threads you can also get details on the top stories direct to your email each morning via the briefing and to sign up to that you just need to head to kentonline.co.uk
1: news you can trust this is
0: the kent online podcast